Hi everyone, I'm your host Hannah A, and this is the Solving Singapore podcast. First off, I just wanted to thank all of you for listening to the first episode on the strange disappearance of the McDonald's boys. I really appreciate your support. Today's story is a little bit more terrifying, as it is a story about a seven-year-old girl who went missing one night and was found the next morning dead in a drain. Lim Xiaorong was a seven-year-old primary school student from Poiching Primary. She was the eldest daughter to a coffee shop owner, Madam An Gung Lei, who owned a coffee shop at Block 75 Topayo, Long 5 Hawker Center. As all little kids do, Lim would often go down to the playground near her mom's coffee shop to play. She was a very hyperactive and streetwise girl. She always had a friendly demeanor, even to strangers, making her well-known and loved by all the hawkers at Lorong 5 Hawker Center. According to Mothership SG, a family friend by the name of Madame Chia told the new paper that Lim was so friendly with people that she would follow anyone who claimed to be her father's friend. She said that once she saw a man taking Lim with him into the toilet. Luckily, she and Madame Ang, Lim's mother, knew the man, and he only took her to the doorstep of the toilet and went in alone. On the night of June 24, 1995, it was around 9.30pm, and Lim was sitting in her mom's coffee shop, gulping down her bowl of cereal. So fast that her mom thought to herself that this was really strange for her daughter, as usually Lim would eat very slowly. After finishing her bowl of cereal, Lim got up, told her mother that she was going to meet Papa's friend. According to a recent Channel 8 interview with Lim Jiahui, Lim's younger sister, at that time she said that she remembered her mom begging her sister to not go to meet this Papa's friend. She kept saying, don't go. Why are you even going? Your father is in jail. Don't go. So for some additional context, at that time, Lim's father, Mr. Lim Kim Seong, was just one week into his jail sentence for drug-related offenses. Either way, that night, Lim Xiao Rong quickly ran off before her mother could ask her any further questions. Little did her mother know that would be the last time she would ever see her daughter alive. Madam Ong stayed at the coffee shop, waiting for her daughter to come home. As each hour passed, Madam Ong waited and waited just to see her daughter walk through those doors and back home. But as 10 o'clock passed, 11 o'clock came, and she knew something was very wrong. So she quickly closed the shop for the night and went all around Topayo searching for her daughter. She searched at parks, HDB blocks, But throughout the night, she searched and searched, desperately calling out for Lim, but there was no sign of Lim anywhere. As the sun rose the next morning, with no sight of Lim, at 9am, Madame Ang decided to finally go and file a police report of her missing daughter. Little did she know that just an hour before, 
a teenager was playing football near Jalan Woodbridge. While he was playing football, he accidentally kicked his ball into a drain nearby. As he went to retrieve his ball, something caught the corner of his eye. Something small and pale that kind of looked like a child mannequin. As he went closer towards the mysterious mannequin, he had come to the realization that that was no mannequin, rather the lifeless body of a girl. It was then discovered that this was the body of Lim Xiao Rong. Seven-year-old Lim Xiao Rong was found placed in a semi-sitting position in a drain off Jalan Woodbridge, which is now where the Singapore Institute of Mental Health is, just eight kilometers away from her home. She was found with injuries to her face and neck, and even some of her teeth were missing. According to the government pathologist, there were bloodstains found on her underwear, and they ruled that she was not only suffocated to death by her killer, but also raped. According to the Straits Times, when Madame Ong went to identify her daughter, she said that while her daughter had what looked like finger imprints around her neck and blood on her mouth, her face seemed to be at peace, as though she was only asleep. A few days after the death of her daughter, Madame Ang found some mysterious clues lying around the house. When she walked into her daughter's bedroom, she was astonished to see something scribbled on the bedroom wall. The scribble on the wall was not just any random scribble, but it was a date. 24th June 1994, the exact date her daughter disappeared. However, it actually wasn't so exact as there was a mistake in the date. The day and month was correct. However, the year scribbled on the wall was 1994, but Lim only disappeared in 1995. According to Mothership SG, Madame Ong suspected that the date on the wall was the date of an appointment made with Lim's abductor. Madame Ong also found something shocking in Lim's pouch that she left behind in the coffee shop. Inside Lim's pouch was a piece of paper torn from a cigarette carton. Scribbled on the piece of paper was a pager number. Written below the pager number was the Chinese character Di, which means little brother. There were many theories from the public about the meaning of these clues. Some people believe that the mistake of scribbling the wrong year on the wall was because Lim was only seven and English was not her first language, so she could have easily mixed up 1994 with 1995. Others believe that her attacker lied and convinced her that he was a friend of her father and that she had a little step-brother. The attacker said that he would meet her on 24th June 1995, which was the date she disappeared and take her to meet her little brother on that specific day. That would explain why the character for little brother was written on the piece of paper found in her bag. Furthermore, some people believe that the papa's friend she went to meet could have either been a suspicious man who was actually known to her father as her father went to jail for drugs, or just a complete stranger who claimed he was her father's friend as part of his grooming. However, something everyone agrees on is that whoever Xiao Rong went to meet that night is responsible for a murder and rape of an innocent little girl. For a month, this case went cold. However, after police digged into these mysterious clues that were found, 
In July 1995, the police issued a facial composite of a man who they believed was to be involved in Lim's murder. The man was said to be a Chinese man aged between 30 and 40 years old, about 1.65 meters tall and of medium build. He was usually seen wearing a polo t-shirt and shorts. Furthermore, this man was said to be frequent around the vicinity of blocks 59, 61, 64, and 75 Topayo Lorong 5. You can find the facial composite of the man and all other images from this case on our Instagram page at Solving Singapore Podcast. Even Madame Ong herself said to an interview with the new paper that a Chinese man comes when my husband is not around usually between 8 and 11 p.m. He is dark and stout, of average height, and does not wear glasses. This strange man would usually order a coffee and sit around for about half an hour. People have also seen this man buy limb sweets. However, this man was suddenly nowhere to be seen. After the police released the facial composite of the man, who was their prime suspect, no one was able to locate him. So, nothing really happened after the police released their suspect. There were no leads except for something, kind of odd, that happened to Xiao Rong's younger sister, Lim Jiahui. Obviously, after the murder of their daughter, Xiao Rong, Madame Ang and Mr. Lim Kim Xiong were worried for their youngest daughter's Jiahui's safety. Therefore, they hired a nanny to look after her. And in 2000 and 2001, while Jiahui was still in primary school, she recently told the Straits Times that she recalled facing two separate incidences where men she did not recognize approached her, claiming to be her father's friends. On one occasion, she had walked off with a man before her aunt spotted her from a distance and called her name, causing the man to flee. I find it personally very strange that men are still targeting her sister, saying that they are her father's friends. Do they know about what happened to her older sister Xiao Rong, and are they just mocking her? Or could it be the same man that took her sister? I highly doubt so, as these were two separate instances. However, could it be really just more suspicious men trying to lure Jia Hui away? In 2004, Lim's father finally went to the police and reported these incidences to the police. The case continued to go cold for many more years, just until this year. In January this year, Madame Ang and Jia Hui made a public appeal for help with Lim Xiaorong's case. Lim Jia Hui, who is now 27 years old, said that if they managed to arrest someone so many years later in the Felicia Teo case, hopefully the police can find out who did this to my sister. I believe that they can find something with DNA evidence and fingerprints since Xiao Rong was beaten up. After the public appeal for help made by Xiao Rong's family, people started sending in tips and information on the case. According to WikiSG, there was a regular customer of Madame Ang's coffee shop who recognized the facial composite of the suspect and informed police. The Singapore Criminal Investigation Department has since assumed control of this case and will continue investigating the leads. As listeners of the Solving Singapore podcast, this is great news as this case has opened up once again. 
and it is important to just simply talk about this case with other people you know. You never know what a person might know. Today, Xiao Rong's murderer is still at large, running free somewhere out there. Since this case is now open, if you have any information about the case, please contact the police or Crime Library Singapore at 6293-5250. Thank you for listening. This is the Solving Singapore Podcast. Mm-hmm.